0: Hello and welcome. Anyone who's been to Merchant City Yoga on a Sunday knows how much I love catching up with everyone over a cup of my freshly brewed spiced chai. These Sunday chai sessions really bring everyone together, a true celebration of friendship, community and connection. And as these Covid restrictions continue, I want to try and capture some of that magic and share it with you at home So I've invited some familiar faces from our MCY family to chat with me online over a cuppa. I'm affectionately calling them the Chai Sessions. Pop the kettle on, get yourself comfy and come and join us. For joining me for a wee cuppa, yeah, cheers! Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. So, for folk who don't know you, just want to let them know that you teach our structured introduction to Ashtanga course, and also our Ashtanga for beginners class, our regular weekly class, as well as doing lots of other stuff with your your yoga uh, teaching and practice. And before we get into that, um, just for those of you who haven't met Nicole, um, Nicole, do you want to maybe just tell people about what brought you to yoga? How you got started?
1: Yeah, I think my story is probably quite similar to many other people, whilst we're all unique and have our own backgrounds and what brings us to the practice itself. But I started coming to a yoga class during a working lunch and um, with my boss at the time many many moons and years ago and and they just encouraged it at lunchtime, and we were all on all fours doing lion breathing we we're breathing out your mouth and I thought it was the weirdest thing ever because it, you feel really vulnerable and quite humiliated that you have to do it but for some reason I, I kept going back because it was space for me for me to come inwards to my mind To step away from whatever I was doing on my working day, my personal life. And it just, yeah, it it gave me a lot for whatever reason it was at the time. I just kept coming back. And then from there, the practice is universal. So I've moved around a lot from many cities. And wherever I am, I find practice there with other teachers. And I've always found that I'm my better self when I give myself the space to practice yoga. And for that reason, I've always, always just kept coming back and now I get to share the practice with others as well, which is nice. Um, so I find yeah. a lot mentally for it as well as physically. Uh, there's a lot more than just the physical movements, whilst they are very, very important. I find a lot in my mind with the practice, which is nice.
0: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, how we all get that awkward, uncomfortable feeling. And, you know, I mean, even now, if I'm practicing with a teacher that I've never practiced with before, I can get that just a little bit awkward a little bit uncomfortable um, yeah. but certainly making noise in class makes a lot of people feel a little bit awkward.
1: it does um <laughs> and now probably quite cheekily as a teacher i get people to do it because i probably know that it pushed me to a point <laughs> and um i mean that that is meeting at the the humility and the resistance of yoga in many different ways but um yeah it, it's it's good to have that experience and then challenge it again and find the laughter and the humor in it as well i guess
0: which I'm yeah, coming back for more as well something definitely gets yes. under your skin so what is yeah. it that keeps you coming back
1: physically I'm always my better person with my body knowing that I've moved around but mentally it's you're encouraged to find your breath in the practice and that can be quite challenging at times and um, I come back because I I don't I always find that I'm my better person as I've said but I have a challenge every day and that might just be to sit there and breathe or it might be that I'm finding a headstand really challenging but eventually over time you always see progression and you always see that point of I've just been able to do something that I couldn't have done not that that's important but it definitely grounds you to where you are right now and it brings you into the present the, the yoga practice the tools that we all do and, and share Um. so for that reason I, I come back. Um, it's a community as well I've met so many amazing people through yoga and um, practicing yoga listening to other people talking about yoga sharing the practice um, as well and and that doesn't have to be just the physical practice it can be learning about yoga philosophy doing pranayama practice as well and um, so yeah there's many many joys I could probably write a big book <laughs> but it always just draws me back in because there's joy in the practice and for that selfishly always want more so.
0: yeah and maybe a book is in the future Nicole. it might
1: be <laughs> yeah who knows? it'll be like marking my yoga essays again dude and you're like Nicole you have to be concise <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so like I said you teach um the Ashtanga beginners and the the introduction course but you also do a lot of other teaching out with that as well and and that's what I wanted to to talk to you about today um and for example, I know that you teach a regular class for a charity called Find Your Feet. And I wondered if you could tell us a little bit more about how you found them or they found you and, and how you came to be involved and um, maybe what is involved in, in teaching that class.
1: Yeah, um, a lot more about finding your feet. So they are a charity based in Paisley now in Glasgow. They are a charity that promote the well being and community for those who have recently had amputees, or perhaps have had an accident, or through many different means have found themselves with an amputation. And um, that could mean that they're below the knee um, amputees, above the knee. They could have a double leg amputee, one arm, upper above upper limbs. And um, so many different ways that they could just wake up a, a new day and find themselves in a new circumstance. Um, Finding your feet then bring people together to have a community of people that everybody has a common ground. But then they do lots of social inclusion events. And one of those events is yoga. And so I was really lucky to work with the charity from 2019. Now, the global pandemic has made me miss a full year. So I always go to say last year, but really it was two years ago (laughs) because we've missed a full year. Um, but quite luckily I live with a good friend now but at the time we moved into a flat with a girl called Nikki who is now a good friend and um, who sadly lost um, her lower part of her leg a few, few years ago and she works with the charity. Um, through that connection I, I found the charity and when I was certified to share the practice of yoga um, for many different reasons it brings myself joy. I believe that it is for many other people and for everybody. It's that you just as a person have to be empowered and and be taught to know what's good for you and and your own ability. I the first time Nikki and I were housemates we practiced together I actually broke her leg we were doing um, upside down (laughs) various things when I say broke her leg I didn't if finding your are watching a bolt just came out that was already loose but it is a funny story because it sounds like I broke her leg but I didn't um but we were able to work together to find what works well for her with the different ability that she has we all have different ability but I think when you are Um, disabled or you feel that you have something that's different from a a wider group of people you can automatically put a barrier up and say I can't do that but it's perhaps that you haven't been taught the way that you can do it Um, and from that relationship I got to then ask finding your feet if that would be something that they would be willing to work with me on and naturally I was new to sharing the practice so I had to be honest with letting them know that I was working with them and learning with them just as much as they were learning with me. But it was a really beautiful set because we kept the classes really small. Um, We had students come from all over Glasgow coming to Paisley to practice yoga. And we really just worked with where we all were and coming back to the breath. We have people in wheelchairs, we have people who are only grounded and we have people who can do quite a few different parts of a standing and seating posture. But the practice of yoga has encouraged people then to move with their body as well as the breath to points that they maybe didn't know that they could do before. And it's it's just a really encouraging practice to know that now that we've moved online for those students that were able to meet physically with us, we've been able to keep the classes up on a bi-weekly basis for 30 minutes. And they now have that community together online to still practice with lots of different types of yoga that I'll upload for them to do. Um, yeah and we've got really good feedback I think yoga is a universal practice and I think there's a widespread culture online um, for good and bad reasons that suggests you have to touch your toes to do yoga um, but if you are able to work with a teacher that works with you and your own ability you'll find that there is something that we all can do we just need to know that we have that that step to learn where that is Um, so luckily I I'm very lucky that I get to work with a community of people that want to listen to me and, and we laugh together, we cry together, we make a lot of noises together, but that's that's yoga. Um, so that I've been working on finding your feet now for two years and hopefully once the global pandemic blows over like a big storm, we'll um, get to practice again physically, which is really exciting.
0: Yeah, It's so lovely, isn't it? The way that, that you've been able to meet them where they are, but also they may. You as a teacher, where yeah. you were, and and you and them have managed to kind of grow together and and evolve the program yeah. together. So, what sort of feedback are you getting from the participants? Good feedback. I think um,
1: there was a lot of hesitation because of perhaps of what you assume you have to do in yoga, and um, but you and I know, or any practitioner knows that's been doing it for a long time that yoga meets you where you are you you just need to take that leap of faith or that step and the the feedback's really really amazing and some people can be really quite amazed at just how much they get from it mentally and you know coming back to the breath but they don't necessarily know that they're doing that at the time and so just finding that space for themselves um a lot of people have got their full families involved because we are now online, which is really nice. So, you know, you'll have um, someone practicing with their daughter or their grandparent. Um, so that's really nice because it, it's a community. It brings people together wherever they are. Um, and I, I yeah, I think the feedback's been been good. There's been a few students who have wanted different things because we are online. That does bring boundaries. We have to be honest that it's not an ideal way of practicing i can't physically see you um but that's when you can then work with someone one-to-one in a, a different way but it yeah no the, the feedback's been really good So i'm quite blessed to being given that opportunity to work with them and honestly knowing where we both are as well within the practice which is good
0: and what has working with them over the past couple of years brought you, you personally? oh i'm going
1: to use the word joy again <laughs> But I think challenges, of course, but practicing with anyone brings its challenges. Um as a teacher, perhaps as a new teacher, we, we talk a lot about imposter syndrome and it's moving into a class and thinking these people are looking directly at me and they have so many points of assumptions or judgments of what I think they think I should be. Um, and that brings a, a massive big challenge. So you have to step away from that and be entirely yourself. Um, so that's taught me a lot, I think sharing a practice particularly with people or a, a group of people that have a different way of practicing than I have because we have to then meet each another with empathy and respect for where they are and where I am and marry the tools together to then practice with our own abilities. And also I've learned a lot of patience through practicing, not only with finding your feet, but with anyone and um, respect for different students and, and their bodies and where they are. And knowing that um, it's very important for people to know that it's not a walk in the park and it's very hard to tell people that without them actually experiencing it themselves. So it's quite nice to see that my hard work or perhaps all my anxiety and my nerves of sharing practice, however, brings so much joy because they are getting that path as well. They're moving on their own path as much as I am, but beautifully so universally connecting with yoga Um, so it's brought me a
0: lot of joy (laughs) g-o-y which is nice and that's a word you use a lot (laughs) i do
1: i do if i was to get a tattoo perhaps i'd get that sorry (laughs) mum it is um, and i guess i don't know people say i am quite a happy-go-lucky person or i've done a lot of practice in buddhism and um that of course teaches you to go outside and smell the flowers and I think a lot of the time the spiritual parts of yoga can be like pushed aside um rather than just focusing on just the physical parts but I don't know perhaps the yoga practice brings me a lot of joy and encourages me to be more of a sunshine um but there's dark days too we have to be honest with that but um yeah a lot of joy it has brought me a lot of joy um so it's a charity work I think there's a lot more that we can do to help other people. And I've always used the motto, do good, feel good. Um, you're selfishly helping other people to feel good, but it's a selfless act. You're giving someone your energy. Um, and that's, that's yoga, you know, unifying the, the energy that we all have and bringing someone joy, but giving yourself joy at the same time.
0: So, so one of the things, one of the other things that I love and appreciate about you is that that's not where it ends. That that's not where your are giving and your charity work ends. Um, so I know that you um, you feel it's important to talk about mental health, um, and also you've you've put your your energy where your mouth is as well and organized events to support charities that are focused on that aspect and I wondered if you you could tell us a little bit more about um what got you involved in that and um you know again what that that brings to you as well like maybe put it in context for folk
1: yeah so um separately I I guess from my do good feel good challenge um you do selfishly get a lot from helping other people but you can also see like a, a drip of water in the ocean, the ripples of waves just trickling on through from a tiny little act to how that can benefit so many other people. You know, your goodness shines goodness on someone else, but that may then create goodness or plant a seed of goodness for them to then blossom into more goodness to help other people because they felt good from someone else's kind act. And um, So one of the first challenges I set myself when I certified to have the um, the grace this year yoga was to um, take a charity class for Sam Hate, so that's the Scottish Association for Mental Health um, and they're a charity that promote and support people through many different means for mental health barriers and understanding what you can do and an outreach programme for many people across Scotland and um, so th- thanks to Judy and, and the good folks of Finding Your Feet you allowed me the space um, in Glasgow to host Uh, Class up to 30 people to raise some funds for Sam H, which was really nice, but also to raise awareness for what the charity was and to raise awareness for what mental health is and all its different, dark, and beautiful ways of how it can affect us. Um, Yoga then allowed us to all come together, spend our pennies because we're fortunate enough to be able to give money back to then push that money elsewhere. Um, So that naturally, of course, brought me a lot of joy because it brought community together we all got together and I asked people in a light-hearted way to wear reindeer hats, Santa hats. My mum, my good mum, baked lots of cakes and treats for everyone to practice with. I mean, who doesn't like to do yoga and have tea and cake? Um, But rightly so, the bigger picture was that we're sharing the idea that we can all come together and help others. And whilst we might not be working for Sam H, the charity itself, it allowed us to continue the idea that this is something that we or people that we all know can suffer with um, and it keeps that conversation going and so luckily we raised just over 500 pounds I believe it was for the charity at that point point. Um, and I think that's then led to me wanting to do more to help other people at the same time and, and yoga has then allowed me to reach out to other charities to do that as well.
0: Um, yeah I mean I certainly think it's, it's part of our practice isn't it and maybe even part of our responsibility as practitioners and teachers to to actually be part of the community that surrounds Mm -hmm. us and and try and offer our help and support and like i I just firmly believe that in lifting others up we are lifted up um ourselves and i guess it's one of the things that that gets me a little bit concerned about some of the the modern um, image of yoga it's you know it, it seems to be very focused on self and like you say like you know in in helping other people we are maybe being a little bit selfish but ultimately it's for the 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 sort of greater good I would suggest because like I say yeah. in helping other people we are definitely helped ourselves there's no there's no yeah. question about it
1: and then it, it gets more people together for people to, do, to be talking Or oh, what are you doing today on oh, actually going to a charity event for Sam H what do they do they do this and then that ripple effect you know can go out to other people as well. Um, I, I went to one of, of your charity events with the studio and luckily one of the, the founders of the organizers came along to speak to us before we went into lovely yoga nidra and meditation session Um, so whilst I got a lot from that you know doing the practice I couldn't stop crying at the start because we were told of how all of the money that everybody raised together would benefit other people and I've been very privileged in, in the world but also I've worked many different jobs I've you know went to university which again is a privilege but I had three different jobs worked every weekend worked in the evenings um, and probably I'm quite stubborn so I don't necessarily ask for help but you know, wherever we grew up, I was around people that are struggling and need help. And knowing that there's charities out there that get people together to have that support and you can then contribute to that support was a, a big thing. Um, and I think it's important to keep that conversation going, like you were saying, because it encourages other people to help other people. Um, over the, the last year, I've been lucky to work with Glasgow Caledonians Cancer Support Society, for Scotland and they are a student-led society that raise funds for Cancer Support Scotland Um, and we've hosted two yoga sessions in the last year that's raised Mm now almost over 200 pounds which is amazing but they are similarly a small charity that you know gather together people who are affected directly by cancer but also their families who are suffering from either grief or just emotional support from helping people with you know a disease of of any type and Again, I think it's such a small act to be able to pricelessly share your energy, but the knock-on effect for that is is greater and a lot larger. Um, And that's, again, I guess a a point of yoga. If we look at the eight limbs, it's not just asana. It's not just pranayama. Um, They're sharing that kindness and compassion and having empathy towards other people whilst you're bringing it inwards as well. And so luckily I have a a tool now that we can share together and, and create that bigger picture
0: yeah we're so lucky aren't we to have yoga in our lives and i mean i know personally i feel very fortunate that i have teachers like you um, teaching with me at the studio as well so i think we'll maybe wrap it up there nicole was there anything else that that you wanted to to share with us before That's we it. it's scoot a off
1: complete joy to be able to have chai with everyone um I'll I'll look forward to the day that we can run around and have some chai and cake with whoever's made some yummy cake after sessions. And that for anyone that's practicing yoga with us or out with the studio, just continue what you're doing, stay on the path um, of your own journey. And for anyone that's thinking about it, just try it, you know, be kind to yourself, be curious. The first few sessions you do might not be fun. You might be uncomfortable, but that's, you know, that's life, life isn't always a joy so stick at it and um, speak to your teacher have a giggle if you've made some noises because we all do and yeah have a cup of tea after and to smell wherever you are it will be sunny one day um but otherwise thank you for for having me on and, and having a cup of tea with oh,
0: me oh thanks Nicole. We'll, <laughs> we'll definitely get that chai in person hopefully sooner rather than later thank I can't you wait. thank
1: you bye
0: thank you so much for joining us i hope you enjoyed our chat if you've got any questions you can email me or find us on social media and until we can return to our sunday chai sessions in the studio i'll see you here next time